Welcome, my real wellness friend. So glad you're here today. I have got a treat for you. I'm having so much fun in your hunger game with everybody who is participating in that. And one of the inspiration that's come that has come out of that is what can I do to get the most enjoyment out of my meals? What can I do to really amplify the pleasure of that? And I thought, I've written about this in my book, so I'm going to use inspiration from your Hunger Game and inspiration from my book on day 18 of Go Forward, 28 Days to Eat, Move, and Enjoy Life God's Way, and pull this episode together for you so that you can get the most enjoyment out of your meals. You want to transform your life, to take care of your body, to strengthen your mind, and you want to do it in a way that fits your real lifestyle. Real wellness is for you. I'm Sherry Traxler, a transformation mentor, national speaker, and author, and I'm here to help you unlock your capacity to be, do, and have all you want. Join me every week for the proven principles and the strategies that actually work in your real life. It is so exciting that you are here investing in yourself today. Pat yourself on the back. This is where you belong. Welcome to Real Wellness. We're going under the premise that you are supposed to enjoy your meals. Food is it, food is fuel, but food is not just fuel. It is also pleasure. We have taste buds for a reason. Our mouths can detect taste and temperature and texture and all those things. And we're designed that way so that we can enjoy our food. And how do we then enjoy our food? I've got five ways that you can really get the most out of your meals. Number one, we have already talked about when we talked about hunger back in the hunger episode, and I will link that in the show notes, and that is wait until you're truly physically hungry. Hunger is absolutely the best seasoning. When you come to a meal and you're not really hungry yet, you're like, yeah, I could eat or not. Food is not going to have all the zing and the amazingness that it has When you come to a meal pleasantly hungry. Second, speaking of seasonings, second is use your creativity in your seasonings. Boring meals will not satisfy. So that's herbs, that's spices that you can use. And the cool thing is those herbs and those spices also have vitamins and minerals and nutrients, phytonutrients, things that help you to fight disease in them. And so by flavoring your meals, you're actually helping your immune system and your health as well. Along with that is not just a variety of herbs and spices to season your meals, but also all the other flavors that you can have in your meals by having all kinds of different foods. Don't just have the same bland thing every day. I mean, it's like you can have rice, but if you have rice every day, it's going to get bland. You can have potatoes or broccoli or chicken or whatever, the you know, pick whatever it is. Not having variety begins to get bland, whether it's in the food itself or in your herbs and your spices. Number three, limit distractions. This we've talked about in the slow and savor episode, which I'll link as well so you can get deeper into that. But when you eat in front of the TV or with your computer checking emails, It's not going to satisfy because you don't notice that texture and taste and temperature. You just kind of blow right past it. You're just eating food as fuel, and that's not going to satisfy. It's also difficult to observe when you're no longer hungry, and that means you're going to probably overeat 
even if, and when I say overeat, I don't mean like stuff yourself where you are miserably, you know, miserably stuffed, but overeat in the sense of you've gone past neutral. You've gone past when your body no longer needs food. Number four, this one gets, this one's probably, well, I, I can't say this one's my favorite because they're all my favorites, but number four is to plan and prepare your food. Creating anticipation for your meals really helps you to enjoy them more. And you take the time to make the meals, to plan the meals. It increases, just like vacation. You know, when you're planning for a vacation, sometimes the anticipation is as good or even better than the vacation or the event itself. And we don't, and I, I'm guilty of this, and I can't even say guilty like it's a wrong thing. We lead busy lives. We're not going to plan and prep meals for an hour every night, every day of the week, every evening. of the, That's just not going to happen. That is not realistic for most people, for most families. That's We're not choosing to live that way. But if we swing so far the opposite direction that there's no planning, that it's all grab and go, not only is that not healthy from a nutrition standpoint, we're not getting as much enjoyment out of the meals as we could. So here are some ideas of ways to plan and prep your food that's not all or none. It's not overwhelming like, okay, we've got to go back to where everybody's having a sit-down meal at home every single night and everything is you know, plepped, prepped and planned out. So here we go. One is just to take 15 minutes each week and find a new recipe. Just find one new recipe or one new variety of a recipe that you want to try just to keep those ideas coming. Watch a cooking techniques video. You might want to go to the extreme of this and take a cooking class. You might want to get with some friends and try some different cooking techniques. But those are a little bit more time and labor intensive. But there's so many videos out there on YouTube, mine, of course, but I don't go into cooking techniques because that's not my area of expertise. But there are a lot of people that is their area of expertise. So find them on YouTube. Actually, I had not planned on telling you about this, but it just popped in my mind. I think it's called French Guy Cooking. I'm not sure. He's a, It's a YouTube channel. I will put it in the show notes. He has the most amazing videos on cooking techniques, and they're, they're easy to understand. They're things that anybody can do because he's not a professional chef. Schedule one time each month. This one, does, this one gets a little bit messy, but really fun. One time each month. If that's too much, one time every couple of months to attempt a delicious but challenging dish. Maybe something you've had in a restaurant that you really loved, or if if you're like me and you like to travel, maybe you've traveled somewhere and had something authentic someplace and you're like, oh my goodness, I want to be taken back there. Then you can take yourself back there through food and do it, you know, once a quarter, once over a, a long vacation, a stay, a stay, if you're doing a staycation, maybe this is something you can do then. But challenge yourself to find a recipe that it's a little bit out of your comfort zone, but uses your creativity and puts something in your mouth that you're not used to tasting. Now, this one is a little more close to home, and I, I'm bringing this one back. I used to do this a lot, and I'm committing to you. I'm going to bring this one back. And this is 
rotating theme nights. So playing Italian music on pasta night or decorating for an indoor beach party when you're having fish tacos, things like that. So it's not complicated. It can just be pairing the music with the meal. Next is plan and prepare your meals in a way that is easy, and that is by cooking basic ingredients in bulk. And you can combine this with the rotating theme nights. This is something that I have done before. And again, I promise I'm bringing back after having this inspiration from your hunger game and going back through my own book. And that is you take something like brown rice and you say, okay, I'm going to cook a big batch of brown rice and I can use it with Asian food. I can use it with Mexican food. And then also maybe pre-cook some ground beef and onion together. And just those are plain to start out with at the beginning of the week. And then during the week, okay, we're having pasta night. You take some of the ground beef, put it with some jarred pasta sauce and some fresh parsley and serve it over pasta. Another night you can have spice stuff that way with some garbanzo beans and Indian food with the rice another night. Serve it up with black beans and Mexican spices and some salsa over the rice. And each of those, then you've got different music. Oh, it's something else that's really fun with the theme nights, going back to that idea, is not just about music, but also what what things can I learn from that culture and reading something or watching something about that culture that you're eating the food and prepping the food with. Maybe while you're cooking, you're watching a video of somebody in India or Mexico or Spain or Italy or wherever, whatever type of food it is that you're making. You get the idea. I'm not explaining this very well, but you get the idea of whatever you can do to transport yourself to that place while you're cooking and while you're eating is going to help you really enjoy the food itself more. And last under number four of planning and preparing your food is also prepackage your own snacks for the week. At the same time that you're doing some of the bulk stuff like pre-cooking a lot of rice or things. By the way, pre-cooking pasta really doesn't work. Pasta doesn't reheat as well as other things do. But pre-package your snacks for the week. Homemade trail mix. Go ahead and cut up veggies with dip. Boil eggs. Make muffins. Whatever you like to have for your snacks. Go ahead and prepackage that because during the week, you're going to grab and go. And you can either grab and go processed food that's unhealthy or something that you have made yourself. And number five, the fifth way to more enjoy your meals is set your table. Create an atmosphere that you want at your table. It is your table. Create that atmosphere from the linens that you use to the language that you allow whatever experience you want to have around your meals, you set that. So I know some families, they have little question boxes on their table. And maybe because of schedules and the way life is, they only have one or two meals a week as a family. They really are intentional about that. And they pull out questions and from the question bowl on the table and, and have good conversation going around that. Whatever it takes for you to have and create the experience you want around your meals, it is worth the time and effort to do that. And I've got a couple of clients that they're single and they're like, um, I'm, I'm just going to sit there and read a book. Well, maybe you could just sit there and read a book or maybe you, if you don't want that as your experience, you could still do music. You could still transport yourself to another place, another time daydream about who else may have made this food. Think about 
all of the people who helped get this food to your table. Think about all the people who have been involved from growing it to packaging it to bringing it to you. That type of gratitude helps. That's kind of a bonus. It, that kind of gratitude helps you enjoy your meals even more. Let me know what you do to experience and enjoy your meals more. It's so important to do that. One, because you're designed to enjoy your life. You're designed to enjoy your food. And also because by doing that, by eating a satisfactory experience, you don't overeat. So let me know what you do. I would love to hear that. And I look forward to talking with you next week. Thank you for joining me and investing in yourself today. Who else do you know who needs to hear this? Share this episode with a friend. And until next time, find your path to real wellness and fulfill your potential.